Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I'd like to talk about how pole bending can help your barrel horse. Sometimes a barrel horse needs a break from the barrel pattern or just to change things up. So obviously taking them out for trail rides or work some cows or or go do something new with them would be a great option. But the reason why I love pole bending which by the way was my favorite event as a kid. Um, Eight years old, my Welsh pony and I would tear it up and win a blue ribbon practically every time we ran. So pole bending has just always been a fond one in my heart. As an adult though, I never really did compete in it. I just spent time training every horse that came in my barn poles because I love the value that it adds to fancy footwork and what it teaches horses. It really gets them handy with their feet gets them a lot more focused on collection and rate and moving their body correctly so I do it two different ways though when I'm teaching it slow I teach it more like an S yes a capital S like in Sam I teach it where a horse gives their nose one direction and moves their shoulder the other direction where they're two tracking I do it to add more bend and flex. I get the biggest part of my lateral movement in the middle of the two poles. And then when I'm next to the poles with my legs, I want them squared up and collected. So if I have a free runner, I might sit deep when I'm next to the pole and use my body and a little rein contact, two-handed, to collect them. But then I'll step in my right stirrup, say, if I want to yield to the right, and use my left hand and leg to get nose to the left, shoulder going to the right. And two-track with a huge nice leg lateral in the middle of the two poles. The reason I do this is I feel it gets a horse broke loose nice. It gets them thinking square up next to the poles, not drop their shoulder, but it gets them moving off my leg really nice between the poles, off my legs and my hips. So I really over exaggerate it when I'm teaching it slow. And then as I start adding speed, say a lope or higher, then I go ahead and square it up because when you go faster, things tend to get stiffer and tighter. So then I want my horses thinking to make more of the letter X. Yes, like X-ray. So it won't look like a S anymore. It's gonna start looking like an X. At that point, I've already got a light and soft and supple responsive horse who understands to move off my hips and legs and will give their face softly if I need it. But now I'm gonna square them up more. I'm going to ride them from point A to point B, meaning I'm always going to be looking where I want to go. So as I'm coming down, the pole line I'm looking five three to five feet depending on the horse three for the little caddy horse four for the average horse and maybe five for the big bubba big strided horse so I'm looking next to the sixth pole as I'm going down the pole line three to five feet next to the pole between my horse's ears depending how hard running they are I'm usually going to sit by the fourth or fifth pole fifth preferably for my rate so I'll get two strides of rate before that in pole my focus is at spot one the entrance then as I sit I'm still going to stay two-handed in poles because it happens so fast and we have to move over so quick this is not a pattern that I would go to the horn on personally I would just use my body and sit deep so I sit 
for rate square. Looking between my horse's ears, my hands are even. I might keep my legs on them so that they stay straight and don't turn too soon at the fifth pole. And then I would wait until my leg gets to the pole. Then I'll start to turn my inside shoulder and hip and sit back on my inside hip as I look at spot two. And then I'll go ahead, as soon as I know my leg has got to the backside, I'll look around so my horse will snap out and leave that pole tight. If I have one that roll backs a little too hard, I'm going to sit up a little bit more and ride to spot three, the exit, before I look around at my next spot. Whenever you're weaving the poles, you want to look three feet to the next pole at all times. So I'm riding two hands and I'm focused on a straight line till my leg gets to each pole. Three feet, three feet, three feet, three feet. As I weave through, I'm one pole ahead. The main cue will come from my hip and my leg. So when I want to go right, I'm on my right hip with my left leg by the front cinch. When I want to go left, I'm on my left stirrup or left hip with my right leg by the front cinch. My hands are going to be low, quiet, and even. I'm not going to get my hands chest high. I'm going to keep them about horn high, and I'm going to keep them pretty quiet. I'm going to just use my hips and legs and eyes to get my horse to my three-foot spot as I weave through the poles. When I get to the fifth pole and I'm ready to do another turn, remember the pole by the alleyway is the pole that's the hardest to get your rate and snap because they think about the alleyway instead of the pole pattern sometimes. So make sure by the fifth pole, you are setting them up for rate. You may have to sit at the fifth pole or halfway between the fifth and sixth pole and do a two hand check and say, whoa, and then focus spot one, spot two, and then snapping back around. So use your body, use your voice, use your legs, be very specific with your eyes where you want to go. Your hands should be light, but you should be using your hips and your shoulders to help you snap those in poles. As you weave through, repeat what we did on the weave down. And then when you get to the final pole, again, prepare for your rate from the fifth to the sixth pole, focused on your spot one, riding the, the hip to spot one and two before you snap out. Be certain that your leg is at each pole before you make a lateral movement or before you start your turns, just like in barrel racing. So again, pole bending is a valuable asset to add to your barrel horse, even if you never plan to compete in poles. One, it can teach them to be more handy by teaching them uh, flying lead changes. It also teaches them to be quicker with their response time when they start going faster and handy uh, footwork. Also, when you're teaching it slow, it really teaches the value of a soft, responsive, supple horse that does beautiful leg laterals and face flexes, very soft and light. So it works on the transitions in the sense that you have to collect and rate your impulse. It works on the collection through the weave through as far as they can't be overly strung out because of the fact that they have to make a lateral movement. So again, whether you're doing it in the beginning with an S for soft and suppleness or the more advanced and squaring them up more like an X and riding your leg to each pole and keeping that horse square um, like you would in a barrel run. Either way, poles is an excellent uh, way to give a barrel horse something fun to do to break it up and to improve on um, your timing, your feel, your balance, and your rhythm. So thanks for tuning in and as always ride with heart. And one more thing I want to mention before I let go is at any point in time you're doing barrels, poles, or any event that is speed event and you start having problems 
good horses don't just start behaving badly. If that happens, evaluate them, make sure they're not in pain, number one. And then number two, slow things down and get it right. And then once you get it right with that speed, then you can try the next speed again. But remember, education with speed takes time. And if they get flustered emotionally or physically or mentally, just take it back down into a speed that they are confident and calm because ultimately you are trying to develop a horse with heart. So thanks again for tuning in.